Hello and welcome to Shashin, conversation about photography. I'm Giovanni, your host, and I'm podcasting from Tokyo. Compared to the previous episode, the format we change. We will not be limiting ourselves to Japanese photography alone, but we will only record the informal conversation with photographer. In this case, and for the next episodes, we will be talking to photographers selected for the next collective publication of Zero Feedback. And the theme is the annihilation of space and time. So for this episode, uh, we have mm-hmm. a guest from Belgium, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, our guest is Charlotte Marienne. I hope my pronunciation. Charlotte Marianne. Okay, Marianne. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So, can you give us a brief introduction? Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, I'm Charlotte. I live in Belgium, and I think I started with photography about six years ago. So, not that long. Hmm. Um, and for me, it's like my good place where you can get quiet and enjoy mm. just looking around and get some ideas and stuff. It's a little bit therapeutic. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, most of my images are in um, not a real world, but in a made-up world. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they don't apply to this world, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you um, mean, so, exactly. And Yeah, it's about like asking questions and mm like um, celebrating imagination and just try to be open-minded i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i understand so you said you just start recently basically six years ago may i ask you what make you decide to start photography uh yeah it was um something i guess i always knew i wanted to do but never did Mm. and then i graduated from college and i thought like i have to do it now or it will never come so then i just started with it so did you start by yourself or like you are studying photography no i went to the school for it yes i went to the school for it uh it was in brussels Um, it was more for uh, professional photography, like commercial, but for me, I like more to be artistic with it than just mm. for money. But do you do all, you do also commercial project, right? At the moment. Uh, sometimes, yes. Mm. And do you but find for the... me it's like mm. not creative enough or something? Mm. I feel like a lot of people want the same thing in commercial work. So it's all variations on the same. That's the feeling I have, but yeah. No, no, I understand. My my question was that one. If like, if you could apply your imagination, your commercial work, but you already answered it. Uh, okay. <laughs> mm. uh, so do you feel like this doesn't happen with the clients because they are, I don't want to say afraid, but everyone is tend to look at the same thing yeah i feel like everybody wants like the same look or something and always a pretty image and i like not pretty i think it's more interesting if you can be make ugly things too then it's beautiful i don't know if you know what i mean like yeah yeah, i know exactly sometimes the realness that makes it interesting and better than 
like being perfect and pretty and oh look at us we are so cool and yeah yeah i understand what you mean i noticed this pattern that is repeating everywhere like if i check instagram or if i check youtube or any other everyone is showing the same dishes the same places the same photos and yeah it's frustrating because it's like lack of imagination but do you feel like this is because now everyone have an access to a camera basically but not everyone is a photographer (laughs) um yeah maybe i guess especially when it's like more influencers it's because of they have a camera but i think it's also like being perfect is now very important and that everybody wants to show their good sides so yeah i think it's more about the mindset behind it than yeah i'm no i'm thinking because like in, in my professional life i was lucky enough at least one time to have a client and of course they have like some specification but i had a huge free creative freedom in what i was doing but that was mm-hmm. once in my life then always i there is a need to deal with the anxiety of the client. Why do you think there's no way of like risking anything? Yeah, maybe because there's a lot of competition, especially for a small commercial uh, shops and stuff, because yeah, you have the same shops like everywhere. And then if you want to be successful, I think it will. it is terrifying to choose another way mm. because it's already hard. And maybe if you, do something else they think it's even harder to have clients or stuff i think it's because there's a lot of competition nowadays maybe Mm. so i think it would be good for them because then you have a niche and you have your own voice and then you can be small because not everybody will like it but i think there's a lot of yeah they they're scared to do it (laughs) so do you think we should take like I don't want to say more responsibility, but try to teach the client that maybe, maybe. there's another way because they <laughs> yeah, would never it would do, be interesting, right? Yeah, that would be very interesting. Yes, because I feel from your photos, I was thinking about it today. It's like, yeah, you are a photographer, but I can call you like a director because every your photo is so <laughs> suggestive. I can even from one photo, I can see the story there is i can imagine something i don't know that's your story but i can make a story i'm so glad you said that because that's a little bit the point of my uh, photographs i hope to make people think or imagine things or just go further than just look at it so i'm really happy you say that <laughs> oh no, your photo are amazing actually i i love your photo so much <laughs> thank you them. Thank you. So, where do you take the inspiration? Um, it's it's that's a little bit funny because I mm. always have an idea in my, my head, and then I tried, and it became something else. But it started with an idea in my head, but it's n- n- never the thing I thought I would do. So, yeah, it's like trying to get an idea and get another one. <laughs> so, yeah. Can I ask you one concrete example? Uh, if it's not too difficult. Yeah, there's a lot of it. So um, um, I really like playing with lights. Mm. And um, so like being that you 
that people say, oh, that's surreal, but it's not because you made it without Photoshop. You just work with light, the essence of photography. And so I always try lighting experiments and then I'm working with an experiment and I'm like, oh, what does that do? And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to work with that. So mm. it's always with experimenting and seeing, oh, that's, you have that with that. And then you go further. But yeah, it's with playing with light. It's always interesting for mm. me. So in this term, I, I know it doesn't matter much, but do you shoot digital photo or do you shoot film photography? Uh, both. Okay, sometimes okay. digital, sometimes analog. I try to be work, work a lot with analog because I like it more, yeah. but it's expensive. So yeah. sometimes I change, but I analog, I think it's more like a quiet way. It's mm. more, you're more in the moment. I like the silence of it. So if I can, I work analog. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. And at least for me, I want to ask you if, if for you is the same. Like when I shoot digital, I even I'm not sure of the photo in that moment. I would take it because there is no cost. It's just uh, some mm -hmm. megabytes. But on the film, I may say eh, maybe not this time. Yeah. You you're more thinking about it yeah and you you are more looking like every angle to make mm. sure you have the right one if you work digital it's like oh i tried this and i tried this and mm. but if you work analog you watch really 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 close and yeah it's it's a nicer way because what i noticed is i have the same useful pictures if i work analog which are a few because yeah it's on film then if you have digital you have more pictures you just throw away and never look at it again mm. but it's kind of the same of what i can get out of it so that's interesting for me and in terms of experimentation of course digital is easier because you can see immediately the result how do you deal with that with the film um that usually i first experiment a little digital and then i think now i will try and we will mm. see if it worked out maybe maybe not but it's because i started digital and so now i know a little bit more from maybe i can do this or that and i just see if <laughs> or the, uh, after it if it worked out or not mm. but it's like building on previous experiments i did digitally so <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Makes sense. Uh, I totally, I totally understand because for for me, film is, as you said, there's a zone. It's quiet, but also before seeing the photos, sometimes it pass ten days, one week. I don't know, so I don't even remember <laughs> what I did, how I reach the yeah. image, right? Yeah, that's really nice because for me, I always work with an ID and mm. yeah, if I work digital, I see it like the other day and you look at it really differently because if I work analog, sometimes it's like there for a month or <laughs> longer when I develop it. And then it's like, oh, that's nice. And I don't remember what I was trying to do or what it was. So you look at it with a very different view. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's it's completely a different pace. The film that that's so interesting. And and also, for example, again, I'm talking from my experience how I change the approach. Before, if I shoot a roll of film. I need to develop as soon as possible. I want to see the negative. I want to scan the negative. But now, yeah, it's okay. Film is there two months. I will 
watch it when <laughs> is the time how it's for you do you have like anxiety you want to see the photo immediately um not anxiety but i'm more frustrated if i see it soon because then i know what i want if i very remember what i want so sometimes it doesn't turn out that way mm. and i'm more frustrated <laughs> But when I wait, I, I'm not with that, busy with that idea, just curious what it's on mm. it. So then it's more like, yeah, curiosity and not like that frustrating, oh, did I do it right or, yeah. And when you developed a new project, for example, do you work from a concrete idea or you just say, okay, let's go this direction and see where it goes? No, um, I always have like a main ID and then I start just photographing and then I see like uh, which point it turns out. So I know what I want to tell, but not exactly how. So then I just start and I see like when which picture I like and I work further with that and so. And do but you it's always yeah, sorry. the main ID. No, mm. sorry. It's uh, just always with the main ID and then I start, but usually I usually I have an ID. Mm. So the ID, because I'm really curious about it, the ID is like you have a story in your mind or you just, yeah, right? Yeah. So, for example, um, it's a little bit personal, but I want to share it. Mm. Uh, so I'm diagnosed with OCD disorder. Mm-hmm. Um and so now for me, it's like I'm trying to translate how my new project, it's not online yet, is trying to translate how it feels and dealing with this process in my photography. So people who don't have it can have a feeling like what it's like to dealing with it or something. So that's a project I'm working on now, but it's it's not it's not easy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> because I, I... me like you're putting yourself out there, but I feel like I need to because yeah, it's just a, a big part of my life. So I feel like I have to deal with this and I want to share this, but it's it's very difficult. Yeah, I understand. I, I, I understand, but I think yeah, you should too, because I'm I'm sure it's gonna be another amazing project. I'll try. Yeah, and uh, when you say it before, you refer at taking photos as a therapeutic and therapeutic and that I start to feel many photographers see the photography in that sense also for me it's completely the same and you were referring at this particular project or just in general just in general I think it's like it can be so liberating just you with your camera and the world and seeing what happens and try to look at it and mm. yeah it's and like little pieces of everywhere and then you put it together with a sort of connection and they, they the events were not connected i think that's very beautiful yeah true and <laughs> i see at least uh from the work that i saw until now look like you're shooting not only sometimes in studio sometimes outside but often with a model uh, that you do also some other kind of photography i don't think you do street photography um i do like everything but it's not street photography in the main sense it will be if yeah. i see some cool reflection or something then i will photograph it but it's not like um capturing what's happening in the streets that's not for me it's more like things that people don't notice i will photograph 
And then in studio, I work. I like working in studio because it's really technical and mm. yeah, for for me because um, I also worked a lot with a girl, uh, Senya, and it was a lot of nude photography, and it was for me really interesting to see how we we were developing because she was naked i was not and for mm. me that was like something i, I was not never used to mm. um and suddenly you don't notice it anymore it just go away and it was so liberating and it was so nice to build such a connection with someone just by photography and working together on a project so i really liked it yeah i understand mm. uh I also feel that happiness in when I finally can enter the zone where I can focus on photography only. So you you were saying about taking the photo in studio. So you also learn how to light the work with the lights. Yes. So in my school, I did it. We had like everything that is commercial. So like fashion photography. Um, products photography then mm. of course a lot of studio architecture so we were really um trained to be a commercial photographer actually they were very frustrated with me because i always mm. did something else but it was like a training to be very technique and know what your client wants and what's in the market and so it was a really technical training but do you feel all this technical preparation help you now to achieve what you want i guess so yeah because i feel like a lot a lot of my work is very technical because mm. i don't like i try to be surreal without photoshop yeah and now i feel like that's helping me yeah Mm. You don't feel it's a limit because sometimes, for example, for me, when I do other kind of work, the improvisation part, for me, it's a key to 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 be and to go where I want to go. Uh, and sometimes if I know too much that it's not a help, but it's kind of it limit because it keep me between these two tracks. How about you? Uh, you mean that there's so many things you have to look for that you get? Yes. Yeah, I understand. Um, no, for me, I really like and I really enjoy the technical part. Actually, mm. I yeah, it's because if I if I want to do commercial work, I think mm -hmm. architecture would be the, the thing I like the most because it's so mm. technical. So it's, yeah, it's, I like to think from what am I doing and why and how does this work? And for, yeah, I find that's interesting. So for me, it's not lost. It enables me to do what I want. Mm -hmm. I understand. Mm. Now it's interesting. And so in this school, since it was probably a commercial school, you didn't do any like theory of photography or anything. It's like it was oriented to the product. Mm -hmm. mm. So did you have like, did you do on your own reading or you don't care or you just, you have your own ideas? Yeah, for me, it was like, because I went to two schools. So the mm. first school was this technical school um, yeah. and I was getting really frustrated because they didn't get me uh, they were always saying what are you doing that's not how you have to do this um, so that was a little bit frustrating for me also because for, I thought I like this it's pretty and then yeah. they said no it's not um, but then I went to art school mm. 
so it was photography, but more like photography for art, not mm. and and then they were like you're too commercial. So I felt like <laughs> oh I felt between the two. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure if I'm now a commercial photographer or an artistic one because they both said the the things to me. So, but <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't feel strictly. Really the two things like can cancel each other. No, of course you can, but it was like really weird because first they were like, yo, you have, don't have to do that. You have to follow the rules. You're too artistic. Yeah. And then I went to the other school. No, it's too pretty. You're too commercial. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was really so how you deal with this? You start. I don't. I don't know. I, I have nothing to say about your photos. <laughs> it's kind of amazed <laughs> me that someone can say something. The because I feel sometimes even in the artistic world, there is so many rules. Yeah, it's true. Right, and and I feel like it's, yeah, it's also sometimes difficult to stand up to the critique. I think yeah. because everybody has a say and a voice. <laughs> about what you do um mm. so yeah that's not easy and how do you deal with that it's scary eh? um it's scary um i try to listen for feedback so mm. i listen what do they mean and do i understand where they come from mm. because i always try that no matter you can disagree with them but i think it's important to understand if you want to grow so I try to understand it. If I agree, I will take it notice and try to work with it. If I don't agree, I decide, no, I understand where you came from, but I believe it's like this and I will do it. But I always try to understand because I feel like I, you, you, for me, it's like I don't know things I still have to learn. Mm. But that are the things I know I have to learn. I think the most interesting parts are the things that you don't know you still need to learn. So that's why I always try to listen because maybe they have a say something that's really important. And I would miss it if I just say, oh, no, I don't want critique or so. Mm. Yeah, it's 50-50. I try to understand it and then I decide, will I do something with this or not? <laughs> Mm, yeah, I agree. So in this sense, like, do you have some like friend or colleague or mentor that you trust more when they say something or mm, no? Um, actually, um, I don't have a lot of contact with uh, the people I did photography with. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a really nice group, but they all spread together and <laughs> went to the world. So, um, so it's really relying on myself i guess mm. do you find um, this sometimes stressful sometimes i use instagram as a feedback platform because mm. and then i will see what they say or what they think so sometimes i use instagram as feedback oh i see i see oh that is so interesting <laughs> yeah because i think it's really difficult to get feedback now for, yeah. from people because no they will not talk maybe they will think something but people mm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Because, for example, I'm thinking if I go someone invite me and I don't like, I'm not going to say, ah, I would say, yeah, it was nice exhibition. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like that. And so, yeah, so I try to, if, I, for example, I had an exhibition, I try to be not the artist, so they don't notice I'm a photographer to listen to what they're saying, maybe so they don't know, <laughs> because I'm really kind of curious what they're saying. <laughs> mm. But 
it's 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 difficult <laughs> yeah it is the 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 feedback like receiving it but also giving it's it's difficult yeah i'm also mm-hmm. i'm I'm growing even if I'm already old but it's critique <laughs> is always a difficult part. Yeah. It's- Especially, I think, also the, the work like you're doing, that is your work where you put yourself. It's part of you. So if someone criticizes your work, they are criticizing yourself in a way. Yeah, that's true. That's now why it's scary to do uh, a work without such a personal team. Mm. Because I also will say to the world, like, look, I have OCD. Um, yeah. And then if you don't like the picture, you put yourself out there and then it will be crushing i guess but mm. what make you decide <laughs> what make you decide to to start this project um because i felt like what i was saying about the companies like they don't want to be there themselves everybody wants to be the same mm. for me it's important to maybe to say to people i'm not that okay i have a problem and mm. maybe that will be liberating for me and also i really found it interesting to work around it because you get to know yourself better and yeah it's i think that's important for me mm. no no i think it's a it's a right choice because i i understand I've been around enough like people with like illness or sickness how personally we relate what what happened in us is sometimes difficult because I don't know we are not comfortable with it and we sometimes there's a shame that we don't want to show people how we really are mm-hmm. I really think it's important to put ourselves outside because at the yeah, end as you said you just be hiding your real self mm-hmm. mm. yeah that's what i'm feeling like i can't do something else and to everybody are you okay yes yes of course because it's behind closed doors but i feel that's like a little bit of problem nowadays a lot of because in my uh, environment are a lot of people with burnouts and you were like what you how mm. i didn't notice and yeah. i think that's a part of the problem nobody speaks about it so i don't want to contribute to that so yeah, yeah it's such a brave choice actually I, i'm looking <laughs> forward to see the work mm. i i praise yeah, you be <laughs> yeah i guess but yeah, even just the fact that you started, it's so important, I guess. Thanks. <laughs> oh no, you're welcome. So I want to step back in the commercial project. Do, do you usually work like for fashion company, mostly? Um, no, uh, I especially did like for uh, girls that wants to be a model, portfolio shoots. Okay. Um, architecture um, and uh, I also worked with a company say cheese for events photography so just business mm-hmm. um, and parties and stuff but so, so but your main was... activity is photography so you live by photos photography um, I also am a photography teacher so oh nice yeah I give uh, classes to adults now okay so um, I enjoy that, I guess, more because it's like all you get people, they, they're just starting, mm. so they don't know anything. And for me, it's like really fun to get them in our world, you know? Mm. So 
And it's always also a lot of looking at pictures and talking with them and having class discussions. And I actually really enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Uh, it's always also for me surprising when I, I can I say, I stimulate somebody with something, for example, with the open call. I'm so glad <laughs> to see the response of people. And that is because of, of I stimulate them. So that's always yeah. a great satisfaction. Yeah, I can imagine that must feel good. <laughs> I see. So how long are you photography teacher? Um, I think for a year now. So it's quite recently. But yeah, it's, I graduated like a year ago. Also, oh, I see. So I see. It's, <laughs> and it's yeah, mostly it's adult? Nice. Yes, adults. Um, just people who start as, as yeah a hobby or mm-hmm. something. Uh, and I try to make it more than for them. So. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that everyone will come out a nice photographer after your classes. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> mm, I'm sure. Do you get any inspiration from the movies? Uh, from movies? Mm. Um, yeah. I'm maybe not like story-wise, but before, uh, do you know the movie Amelie Poulain? Yeah. So I really liked the colors and how mm-hmm. they filmed it and more the graphical part of it. And it's a movie that I always will remember. I saw it when I was little and I think I saw it a hundred times after that. But it's like more like how, yeah, the cinema, yeah, the the images, the... Mm. How they filmed it, how they, the story was, it's, that's, uh, that was a film I would say inspired me. Yeah, it, it was such a popular and nice movie, actually. I'm yeah, sure really many like people it. remember that. No, because why I asked the question about the movies, because I'm really curious where your imagination is coming from. So books, are you reading uh, a lot of books? Um, I used to. Now I have uh, too little to, uh, time oh. for reading, but I used to re- read a lot. I guess my inspiration is uh, from my wicked mind in the sense mm. that I always see things that aren't there. And that really sounds crazy, but I mean, like, um, we have, like, on the wall outside uh, a, a spot, mm-hmm. and I always see kittens in it. But it's not, it's just uh, a spot, but I see things in it, and I have it all the time that I first glance, oh, what was that? And then, oh, it's nothing, <laughs> but I always see that. And that's where I actually get my inspiration from, because I'm like, oh, that was weird. And then, hey, maybe I can do something oh, with that. So, so, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, really my mind playing games with me sometimes. You know, the feeling is, you taught you something yeah, like, yeah. huh? And then, and oh, it was, I have that a lot. Like, oh, really wow, a so lot. interesting. And you were always like this since you're a child, I guess? Uh, when I'm a child, I was really imaginative. Um, hmm. Maybe if I just had stones or something, I could make a whole play with it. With hmm. my friends and we did so we had like a board game without having a board game. Or uh, we could do make an entire world and we were the figures. And hmm. yeah, I think that was a fun part of playing with me. I was very imaginative and I could take everyone in it. So. Hmm. So yeah, as a child, it was really nice. <laughs> so may, may I ask if, if you want to answer, if you don't, what was your parents' job? Uh, my mom is a teacher hmm. uh, and my dad is like an intern 
internet infrastructure builder or something. Okay, I don't know. So it's a, super it's technical. Yes, but he is also, he likes to paint. And mm. when I started with photography, he started too, because he was also very interested oh, cool. in it. Uh, actually quite nice now he has his like in oh his own camera and he's really enjoying it too so it's yeah. nice to see for me I ask you this question because I I feel that the family environment is so important for if a person is of course you have your own personality but if your parents are also creative probably you will be creative as well maybe. I think for me my older sister because she was always, yeah, she was always like, let's do this, let's do that, let's make a play. She's also an actress and she also made podcasts. And so she got me playing with her Hmm. and I really liked it when she does it. And for me, she was kind of a role model when she does that. So she still is, (laughs) Um, but she was the one. Mm. Yeah, I guess more than my parents, I think my big sister was. <laughs> How many years she's older than you? Um, she's six years older. Okay. So, why? yeah. and But she, like you, play a lot together. Um, yeah, actually we played a lot, but I have like an older sister, three years older, and a younger brother, so I played more with them. But if we played together, she always had the cool ideas. And <laughs> she started filming also when she was very oh. young and we were part of it and we went to her art competitions and yeah it's yeah for me that was she always had like an interesting mind to me or something Mm. so yeah i see i i start to gain a picture of you around it's but again it's interesting because if i look only at your photos maybe i cannot imagine you because your photo is like black and white. I don't want to say they are dark, but like they're serious photos. But you like joyful, you smile a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, the, the, I, the people always say, oh, I did not imagine you with a picture. So I get it a lot. But for me, it's like, yeah, it's weird because... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I have a dark side. I mm. think maybe that shows in the pictures. Um, but I think people that have a lot of going on also can be very joyful. So it doesn't have to be the one or the other one. It can be yeah. one person, you know? I agree. And I, I don't mean to say that your photo of like dark or scary or anything, because they are not. But yeah, they're quite distant from like your real image yeah but it's funny because for me it's like they're also very humoristic you don't Mm. have to take them too seriously it's like dark but with a sarcastic wink that's my intention so you can laugh with it like oh there's a dude after the tree (laughs) like yeah yeah. you know actually when was it sunday night i was a dinner with a friend you're also a photographer and I was showing some of the photo among yours and we were checking there's a guy in the tree and we were both like <laughs> yeah but that's what I want it's it like is. not taking seriously so I think I embody it because I can mm. be there but I, it's also a way to be funny with it like not taking it too seriously or something yeah I understand so there is anything you want to say to the world anything <laughs> 
yeah. to the world. <laughs> uh, first of all, thank you to be part of the podcast and that you uh, contacted me. It was really nice. And to the world, I would say, try to celebrate your imagination because it's going to be so much fun. Because I noticed a lot of people can be like, oh, that's not real or but it can enrich your world just laughing with little things or, yeah, I don't know how to say it in English. <laughs> no, no, but um, I kind of understand. Um, so this sparked me a question. So your kind, let's say, vision and humor, it's common around you or do you feel it's only you? Um, I think in Belgium there is like a lot of dark humor. Hmm. <laughs> I think people tend to laugh a lot with uh, their problems. So, yeah, I would say it's part of our culture. Yeah, because I'm... Not as... Sorry. No, you can say no, no, something. No, 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 please, please. Yeah, it's not like with my friends or family, we do it all the time. But I would say a lot of Belgians appreciate it. So... <laughs> Yeah, because I'm not very familiar with Belgium culture, unfortunately. So yes, we're already such a small country, so I think that's uh, not a one yeah. it's normal. Where are you from in Belgium? Um, Leuven, it's like 20 minutes from Brussels, oh, so okay. it's very nearby. <laughs> Yeah, I only be one time in Brussels, so I'm so. Ah, you went to Brussels once. Yeah, one time. Yeah, because I was doing the video for an Italian musician, and he was participating at the poetry festival, Malstrom or something like that. I'm not sure. So it was only three days, I guess. But it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's uh, quite a city. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. And I know also like contemporary art scene or at least dances, there's a lot of such and good places. Yeah, but you have to know them. There are a lot of people that you have like the French speaking parts and the Dutch okay. in uh, Belgium. And uh, the, the French speaking part really loves Brussels, but the Dutch speaking part, they're not so sure because yeah, they don't know it really well and they only see like, oh, it's dirty here and stuff but if you get to know the city you can fall in love with it mm. i first didn't like brussels but now i really love it so <laughs> so and how a, do you leave yeah how do you leave the fact the like you live in a nation where there are multiple languages uh, i think that's a good thing because um mm. belgians have a lot of um multi-languages my english is not that good the most belgian people speak better english than me i guess uh, but it's at early age you try to start um, learning another language and i think that's mm. very important because the world is getting smaller yeah and yeah i think it's important we can communicate with each other so i actually like it sometimes it's frustrating in brussels because you can't understand but that's why i know it's important that you know the languages so yeah i agree i agree with you and yeah one of the things that i miss the most of living in europe is like this how can i say it's easy to mix the culture. It's almost mono monoculture, basically. Really? Yeah. Now let's bring you there then. Uh, I came here 11 years ago for work. 
because I was working mm-hmm. for a fashion company and they opened a shop here and I was curating like all the multimedia and in, in video installation and I liked it. It was it's an interesting place. And then I start to come more and more. And now and it's 11 years. You decided to do well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's really nice to hear you went like er- everywhere. You went to Europe, you went to a lot of places, even here in New. Yeah, it was, I had an interesting life. <laughs> but I yeah. really, I have to say, I really miss Europe. Yeah, you do? Mm. Yeah. Mostly for the can we can easily travel to nearby country. So if you want to go France one weekend, yeah, let's go Paris. Here it's more we are more limited. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I love yeah. here. The I mean compare. But you're always welcome. You visit uh, yes. Europe. You're always welcome here. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Actually, now this time I. I I'm gonna be in Italy in two weeks, and I'm preparing oh, okay. a couple of exhibitions uh, for the other project, uh, Influences, the the magazine I'm printing with the two photographers talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if next time maybe when I back again, I will try to take the exhibition a little bit more. I and actually, be. probably we will have our book, so hopefully. Yeah, I will definitely order it also. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. I am, you know, you are the one that I need in the book. I'm not printing the book if I don't have your photos. I'm I'm serious. That means so much for me. That means a lot for me. Thank you. You are my one of the top. (laughs) Oh, for me, it's really nice to hear that. (laughs) You know. I can't explain, but I'm really insecure about it. So if people say they like it, it means a lot to me. No, no. Well, I'm I'm honest. Um, And. Yeah, also, you know, also this part of the insecurity, because we tend always to think that other people than yourself, they know what they are doing, they are sure, and you look at them work, and their work is amazing, and they say, yeah, I'll maybe contact them, but they they will never answer to me why they need to answer to me. And then you talk to them, and they're insecure, like yourself. That's is liberating for me. Yeah, I, yeah, but for me to hear that is for other ones, it's true. Because you always think they have everything together and they really have a very perfect vision what they're doing. And it's liberating to hear that's not the case. No. I get that. It's, <laughs> it's quite interesting. Actually, the, the things that I notice the most is, yeah, the most photographers use the photography as a therapeutic medium. Then many people is depressed, or at least when dealing with them, with them work, with the artistic work, it's a lot of up and downs, and many people is um, feel not so certain about who they are, what they are doing. Yeah. Yeah. And probably who are certain, surely I don't have interest usually as a person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I know what you mean. <laughs> right? Because like you, yeah. who we struggle, but there is a, like, we are searching our self for 
our work. That's it's one thousand more interesting than somebody to say, yeah, I know what I want. This yeah, it's uh because it's a more interesting process also. It's like a little bit. Um, I was talking with someone and I was say they were saying like, oh, they didn't. I was talking about my OCD and they said, oh, wouldn't yeah. you like being life easier? And I thought like, no. Because I would be bored, maybe mm. if everything is too easy. You don't, you don't have the high emotions when you cross that mountain, like you know what I mean, and you mm -hmm. reach something that you really want. I think it's a more interesting life if you had the struggles and you can struggle your way through it. Then you don't. <laughs> no, no, I, I I completely agree because. For me, for example, my experience of living in Japan, it's been really difficult for at least two, three years. Like a lots of loneliness mm -hmm. and the, 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 the culture is so different and then there's a barrier of the language. But I grow so much in these years. So I'm, Where did you grow up? I grew up in Florence, in Italy. And ah, my, okay, yeah. yeah And it was, you know, I'm a, I was a teenager in the 80s and in the 90s, so the best year possible because carefree, no problem, no anything. And then you grew up and then the problems start to appear. So you start to deal with things that you never expected. And then I move here and yeah, I start over. And it was, I already had a base, like I don't have problem for work, but I need to find new friends. I'm far from everyone I know. So it was a really yeah. introspective path. But I was, I'm so glad. Yeah, it must be hard because you like have to start all over again a little bit. Eh? You have like your knowledge, but you're alone. You have to mm. build everything up. I can imagine that must not be easy. No, 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 not at all. But, for example, one thing I'm glad that, that maybe like you, I started photography more seriously six years ago. And maybe if I wasn't here, I would never shoot any photos, for example. Yeah, it's true. I don't know, but probably. And now... Yeah, yeah but maybe, yeah. You know? And photography now, it's what bring... It was, it was what took me, like, all my dearest friend, and then this project... And other things. It's everything because of photography. Photography saved my that's life. Amazing. No doubt. Oh, that's amazing. Mm. Yeah, I really feel that for me it's the same. If I'm like mm. down, I go to the gym. Um, and sometimes I feel so inspired and like emotional with just looking at the works that I think, wow. And then you feel alive again or something. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's really an. Mm giving energy and it's nice to hear if you meet other people that have the same like it's for me it gives for you it's like photography and giving you a new social network and new friends and new mm. experience it's nice to hear yeah yeah no no it's uh, it's amazing mm, actually mm, nothing else gave me this kind of experience and and chance to grow so you said They, you don't have a lots of like. Who do you share your photo? Like usually, you shoot by yourself with the model, of yes. course. Sometimes with models, sometimes not. But um, usually, um, it's with my um, boyfriend mm -hmm. because. Uh, 
I cannot drive. <laughs> I don't right. have my driver license. <laughs> so if I have an idea or I wanted to go somewhere, I have to ask him if he wants to join because it's not always easy to get everywhere by train or car. Yeah, yeah. And he's usually really um, annoyed because he, for him it's boring because when I see I something, it's like, stop the car, I have <laughs> to get out and take photographs. <laughs> And so I'm actually working on my driver license now, but um, I think for him, he gets the most because he's with there. And if yeah, we, we live together, if I'm mm -hmm. editing or looking at them, I sometimes ask, what do you think about this? Because I don't know if I like it or not. And then yeah. I'm asking his opinion. So I would say that it's him then. Okay. No, that's good. That's good. Because <laughs> I... I, I mean, I have a lot, like actually, maybe 99% of my friend here is a photographer. So sometimes we tend to go out and shoot together, but that's not ideal, actually. Mm -hmm. Actually, I prefer to go by myself, if I have to be honest. And Yeah, I can, especially if, because if you're photographing, someone else starts maybe, and then you start comparing your photographs together, and it's like more competitive i guess yeah <laughs> then, uh... yeah in a way or like you see something but the other take the photo and you say okay no i don't want to take that photo anymore even my point of view is only my point of view yeah yeah i understand <laughs> yeah he's not a photographer he's a, also a very technical man he's also mm -hmm. working with computers and artificial intelligence oh okay so it's not a problem um for me then if he's around it's more annoying for him because also when we are on vacation yeah, for me yeah. that's also a moment i really like to take pictures because then i mm. have a lot of time and he's really annoyed because we're talking and some uh, suddenly i'm like wait i have to do this and then he's like oh no not again <laughs> then because he has to wait till i'm done <laughs> to move further so sometimes i, I guess it's a little bit annoying for him do you have a favorite thing favorite time of the day for shooting um for me it's usually um when it's dark because mm. then the, the the things i said when i see a lot of things when yeah. i'm passing it's bigger at night so for me mm -hmm. then i have a lot of inspiration i see a lot um but sometimes I will wake up, I have an idea, and then I just want to get started with it. So it's not always at night. It's sometimes just in daylight and yeah, yeah. waking up and thinking, I will do this. Yeah, I know. So you're always around with the camera, almost? Uh, yes, I would say so. I always have like a small one with me. So mm -hmm. if I see something, I have the possibility to photograph it. So not always my... Uh, Nikon, but usually mm. a small one. Digital? Yeah. Analog is more if I'm going for walks or nature or really think this would work better in analog, but mm -hmm. for just every day, it's mostly digital. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have a preference, actually. I, I think it's really a tool. So anything is okay. I, even the phone sometimes. Actually, I have so yeah. many photos I took with the iPhone that I love. Yeah, but uh, there are also uh, Catherine Kooning. I don't know if you know her. Mm, no, I don't think so. Uh, she's a photographer I admire. And uh, I saw her at Paris Photo. Mm. And she was like having an exhibition with Sarker Protik. Uh, they were 
um, they have a book, Astre Noir, together, and it was an exhibition together, and a lot of uh, photographs were taken with her phone. Yeah. And it was really beautiful. When I saw it, I started crying because I was like, wow, this is so beautiful. <laughs> and everybody was looking at me, what's wrong with that girl? But it was just, <laughs> I was really touched about it. <laughs> oh, wow. So I, I need to check. Yeah, yeah I, I think know. you would like to see. At the end, the camera is really a tool. Yeah, it's true. Right? You just need to be confident. Not confident, but like you need to like the camera for your process, but then that's about it. Yeah, I try to teach my students that too, because they're like, oh, I have this lens and I have this yeah. camera. And I'm like, okay, that's nice, but it's important what you do with it. You will not take better pictures with that or with that. It's what you see and how you look that will make the picture. It's always funny because when they start, they think a lot it's the material, but it's actually not. And they get disappointed when they start realizing that. Of course. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I remember one of the things I was doing with the, my digital camera was like zoom 1000% and start to check the pixel and say, oh, this is not sharp enough. And then it's like, doesn't matter. <laughs> No, no, that's funny because in the beginning you're really focused on that and I see it a lot with my students and it's actually, I think it's quite funny because then they're asking me much cameras, uh, cameras should I buy and I'm like, I don't know what's on the market, mm. I'm really not knowing, yeah. I, yeah, I'm working with the same camera for years now, so it's, it's funny when they're asking me because I really don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me neither. And then it's like, if your output is only Instagram, yeah, you can shoot with a three megapixel camera. It's going to be yeah. the same. <laughs> True. So do you do lots of exhibitions or do you like to do exhibitions? Um, I had a few the years, uh, two years before. I'm, uh, the year, yeah, like three, two, three years ago, I mm. had uh, a few. Uh, but now I don't have anything for the moment, but it's okay because I feel like I like doing that, but then we're still busy with that, those pictures. And for me, like, I know them, I saw them, yeah. I want to do something. And I feel like if you, if you have an exhibition, you keep laying around the same work. And for me, that's done, that's closed. I made mm. that, it's, I, I closed it in my head. So for me, it's okay now to make new work because like activities. I want time for that, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you mean. I, I completely agree, actually. Mm, so read the last question and then we will say where the people can find your photos. I will put every link anyway in the description of the podcast. But so anyway, my old age and the time in Tokyo doesn't allow me to remember the last question, but I want to say thank you to Charlotte to be part of this podcast. And thank you that I could join in. <laughs> Sorry for my English, I tried. <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely no problem. So everyone, please go and check the links that I will post and check her work because her work is amazing. And again, thank you and bye-bye. Thank you. Have a nice day. Have a nice evening. <laughs> bye.